Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. This one today I want to share with you uh, is for all of us. It's for all of us. Uh, and here it is. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. There is a solution to all of your problems and situations. If you are feeling dis, uh, uh, are you feeling desperate about something, 
ang- ang- anxious about it? Are you feeling uncertain about anything? Are you at a loss for words? Are you, uh, is your direction unclear? How about that? If you can't find your purpose, that's a good one. That stops a lot of people. If you don't know what your next move is, that's a good one. I don't, I don't care what it is. If, if, if the relationship you're in is all wrong and you don't know how to get out of it, it doesn't matter. There's a solution to all your problems and situations. And that solution, without trying to sound like I've been knowing this my whole life because I haven't, that solution to all your problems, that way to make all your dreams come true, the the, the way around a lot of this and the, to the, the, the weakness that you feel at times is prayer. Prayer, a connection with your creator. Could that be the thing that's missing in your life? I'm just asking. Because whenever I get a little bit off track, all I got to do is thank just a moment, Steve. Have you been have you been praying, man? Have you been connecting with your creator? I know you're busy, man. I know you're busy. And I know at the end of the day, you're done. You're done. And sometimes crawling into bed is all you can manage to do. I've said this. It happened to me last night. Again, I did all of this. But when I look at... And when I see things not moving or I don't feel like things are going in the right direction or I have a sense of being stagnant, all I got to do is retrace it because I'm working. There's no doubt about that I'm working. But am I staying connected? Am I using that weapon that's available to all of us? Am I praying? And the answer is usually no. And so I know, okay, okay, man, I'm, I'm getting off track here. Because, see, let me tell you something, man. The reason, the, the reason I constantly talk to God is because life constantly changes. People who said they was going to do something for you one day have changed their mind the next. Somebody you thought was going to show up that day, called in late, had an accident, and couldn't make it. That changes the parameters of everything. The meeting you had set up that had to be canceled because somebody was ill, that changes the parameters, the time frame of everything because it's all connected. So if I don't stay in constant prayer and stay connected to the creator, when these things happen, I've not put in my bid. I've not talked to him about how to handle it or I'm just not aware of it and what to do next. And the next thing you know, it becomes a little stagnant. That has happened to me. I got to get back. Because prayer is the solution to all of my problems and situations. I have found that to be the case. Now, the only reason I'm telling it to you is because I know if you anything like me slash human being, then there are times that you feel anxious. There's moments of desperation. You have moments of uncertainty. There are times when you feel like you've lost your way or your direction is unclear or you or your purpose is a little blurred. You're not sure anymore or you don't know what your next move is or the relationship you in or the relationships you dabbling in. 
they just all wrong for you. Man, there is a solution to all your problems and situations, and it's prayer. If you're suffering from any of the things I just listed or any other thing you could think of, just check your prayer. What has your prayer been lately about it? And this is for everybody. I often find when I get that disconnection, man, my my prayer done slipped off. I start feeling a little bit less, so I got to jump back on it. I'm just offering you a solution to it, man. And 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 I'm giving you a solution that works one thousand percent for sure. See, I ain't guessing at this one. I'm telling you what has happened in my life, how I did it, and it'll do for you. God is filled with mercy and grace. He knows we all messed up. He knows all of us have done some jacked up things that don't nobody know about. He know all about our past, man. He know all of that. But he is so full of grace and mercy, so full of 55th chances. But you know the thing about your life, though, and the thing I had to come to terms with, and the reason I don't let my, my I, the reason I don't let my past bury me, the reason I don't let my past define me, is because my past, I found out, were just the ingredients needed for me to make this cake I'm eating now. My past is just my ingredients. See, you, you don't get rid of your past. The, it, they, ain't, they ain't gone nowhere. They are the ingredients. But when you put them with something else, they look better. They taste better. It is better. All of our past are just the ingredients that have become the cake we eating now. Now, if you don't like the way your cake tastes, then you got to start putting some other ingredients in there. Just because you started off and your cake was messed up don't mean you can't straighten out the flavor of your cake. You got to put some different ingredients in there. So let's say your cake is trifling tasted. It's bitter. Your cake is bitter. Well, you got to dilute the bitterness. You got to put some more goodness in there. So you got to put some goodness ingredients to, to take away the taste of the bitterness. So you got to put some different ingredients in there. You got to start living your life a little more kindly, a little more thoughtful, a little more sharing, a little more caring. And then after a while, man, those new ingredients combined with that bitter, it starts overshadowing the bitter taste because the bitter taste is further behind you now. See, something that happened to you 12, 15, 30, 25, 16 years ago ain't got to be the flavor that's in your mouth now unless you let it be. It's the ingredients, man. If you're sick of the way your cake tastes, then change your ingredients. Put something else in your cake mix so you can get a better taste. If you don't like the way your life tastes, pray. Prayer changes things. I'm telling you, I've been hearing my mama say it for years, boy, prayer changes things. Do you hear me? Prayer changes things. Don't my mama, you say it to me all the time. I say it to my TV audiences when they come see me on the talk show. Before I walk off stage, I tell them these words my mother said. I said, my mother used to always tell me this, and it's bailed me out, and it might do the same thing for you. I say, whenever I get in trouble, I hear her words. She says, son, don't forget to pray. Don't be ashamed to pray. 
And don't be too proud to pray because prayer, prayer changes things. And you better believe something it 100% show do. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. People get ready. There's a train coming. You don't need no ticket. You just get on board. All you need is faith. When you hear the diesel humming. Now, that's, all. <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm going to get you. Uh, you remember the late, great Curtis Mayfield? Of course Absolutely. I do. Mm-hmm. Yes. People Absolutely. don't talk about him that much anymore, but he's greatness. Well, how y'all doing this morning? Good. 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 Speaking of greatness. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Ooh. Steve? Well, you know. I'm good, you know, mm-hmm. excited this morning, energized, you know, ready to get at it another day. Yeah, none of us won the lottery, huh? Yeah, no. Well, you, you, you hear me, don't you? <laughs> Loud and clear. <laughs> okay, so the winning numbers, the Mega Million winning numbers was 5, 28, 62, 65, 70, and 5. They say the winner is in South Carolina. Then they say there's a winner who got five of the numbers right in San Francisco. So we'll see. Man, I, I think, think I might have one of them. <laughs> one of I the think numbers? I, ten, no. $10. I got a couple I I of got numbers $10. on different tickets. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What? I did you because if I lose, like I'm going to be so mad. Shirley, you lost. <laughs> well, I and didn't play. But I didn't play, so I'm cool. I didn't what? spend my money. Man. Mm. That's my I know you I can't win if you don't play. I $3,000 worth of tickets. My wife wouldn't <gasps> let me. Yeah, I wanted to buy $3,000. I got $3,000 for $1.6. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, I've cut that deal all day long. <laughs> I think I got three numbers. I think I got $10. That's all you get for $10? For three. For three numbers, you just I get $10? No <laughs> I'm just I'm saying. not even driving my car back down. It's $10 worth of gas. Yeah. Go back and get the $10. Yeah. <laughs> Open that wow. drawer and get that $10 back with so much attitude. Yeah. <laughs> Marjorie won last true. week. She had four of the numbers. She won 480 That was good. Oh, yeah. Good. yeah. So you win four out of what, six? Uh, yeah, I don't know oh. what they win. We, we ain't win the big one. Okay. That's no four hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. I need that one point six nine hundred thousand dollar bow. Yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. Well, what about tonight? You can do the Powerball, six hundred and twenty million. Yeah, I might play that. I bought those tickets too. Nothing. Even that was even that. So is that a walk away from everything too? Six hundred twenty million. <laughs> he gets so tight when we ask. Him. I like that. He gets so so if you if you spend uh, two thousand dollars worth of tickets, uh, if you win, you just win the one point six billion. Yes. I mean, I don't mean it like that. But <laughs> what did you just Shirley, say? You ain't even play, Shirley. Shirley, Shirley, know, this that you talking is blasphemy. You win three thirty. You just win one point six. What? All right, look, lottery fever is in the air. We're going to tell you who else spent big money on these lotto tickets, too. We'll tell you that when we come back at 32 after the hour, right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lottery fever is in the air. It's everywhere. The mega million dollar jackpot was last night. And then tonight now, Steve, tonight is a Powerball drawing for $620 million. I got my tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you got them already? I might buy yes. some for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Steve, listen to this. Professional boxer and extremely wealthy person, Floyd Money Mayweather, was spotted in L.A. the other night buying, same amount, Steve, $2,000 worth of lottery tickets. Okay? Now, mm. Floyd is is rather wealthy like you, Steve. Uh, he has a net worth of $600 million. Yes. That is, that is not my net worth. Well, I mean, you're rather wealthy. You're you're rather wealthy anyway. I don't know what your net worth is. I, I, I just... do. <laughs> no, I'm telling you that he's six. <laughs> well, Floyd's 600 is, is 600 million. So, I mean, does he really... I mean, do you really need it after you have already surely, so surely, much money? I'm surely. asking. Yes. What do, What is you talking about need? Okay. Don't nobody need 1.6 billion. I know. But all y'all want it, though, don't you? Right, we want it, but but I'm saying if I had six hundred million, that that wouldn't be enough. Yeah, you need more. Yeah, but I mean, what else can you buy or do or what? I mean, <laughs> that's that's that small mind thinking. I, huh? like, I mean, it's just, I know it's it's the hell is wrong you with y'all? What else can you buy? Six hundred million. That's not enough to live. No, he already living. Uh, no. You want to live some more. <laughs> Look, you got 600 million, you don't need nothing. We out the need game. Okay, good. Okay. He just won't. Okay. I want 1.6, but I don't need it. <laughs> but I promise you, if you give it to me, uh-huh. I, y'all can follow me with a camera. Because <laughs> it's about to be it. Yeah, I'm going to do a reality show. Y'all can come on follow me. <laughs> oh, then, yeah, because it's probably the last time you're going to see me anyway. Then so. you'll finally do a reality show, right? Brother, I'm telling you right now, 600 mil will square me straight up. <laughs> well, God. yeah, 620 million. So what would you do? What would you do with it, Steve? <laughs> Is it going to be legal? 620 million. Any of it legal. 500 million mm-hmm. goes into this a friend of mine's uh, fund, and the like, minimum impressed. is 12%. So 500 million go into that right away. That other 120. And what's that going to do? Give you. Give you but oh. listen, though, Steve, that 620 million, the cash value is 354. Oh, oh boo. Yeah, okay, payout. whatever. Yeah, give me that. You take it that time. No, I take that. The cash out is how much? Three hundred and fifty-four point three million for the Powerball tonight. Okay, I take two hundred and fifty million. Put it in that same investment account Mm -hmm. at twelve percent, and I'm living on thirty million a year interest. Mm. You get the check for that. 12 months would be 30 million. 12 months, you'll get 30 million. And you'll still have the 250 million. Mm-hmm. So you need to counsel some of those people who've won the lottery. No, and I, ain't, gotten, I ain't counseling nobody. And Don't broke. call me. I'm changing my number as soon as I win. Because <laughs> you know all those people who have won and, and they're broke now. Yeah, you see those shows? Yeah. Those uh, lottery shows? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's starter. So I got one. 52 left. <laughs> Do that man. I'm good, baby. dog. I got 152 million. Uh-huh. Okay, I got 152 million. That money in the bank. Mm-hmm. All right. 
I'm gonna go buy me a new house. Oh. I'm gonna go buy a new house. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna take about oh between thirty five and fifty million. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get somewhere you walk around in. I'm telling you, I want you breathing hard the whole time. <laughs> okay, now I got a hundred left. Why are you breathing hard? Look though? at that. Because it's, it's breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh my he, God, he's all, got how that. How big is D Wonder? Oh, Lord. But I, pro- but I, w- I probably finance the house, though. Oh, really? Really? You, you wouldn't pay cash? No, nah, no, nah, you need that for a tax write off. Oh. So I probably finance it. Put a little mm. 20% down and go on take that note. Now I'm gonna let the interest that I'm making this 30 million pay the note. Mm-hmm. Which right. gonna be way cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna use their money. My interest gonna pay the note. I got hundred left. Love how you break it. I'm all going, the way I got down. I gotta go get me a, a plane. Oh, I'm okay. giving me a nice used plane. Probably gonna spend about probably about 20, 25 for that. 25 okay. mil. How okay. we gonna know it's your plane, huh? Oh, it's going to have Wonder Love on the tail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to have Wonder Love on the tail. That's your nickname. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh Okay. Then I'm going to have 75 left. (laughs) Now, this 75, Uh I'm going to give each one of my kids, all seven of my kids, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give them 10 million apiece. Oh, nice. Okay. But I'm going to put it in an investment account. Mm Mm-hmm. That they have to, I have to sign off on all the investments, and the only thing they can do with the money is buy real estate or business investments. Only, oh, okay. Oh, that's smart. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I cannot can't give blow. Lori ten million dollars. <laughs> Why? No, ain't no way in hell. Why no. not? No, no. It'll be malls closing for her. <laughs> no. I can't give Winton ten million. When, when, yeah, yeah, Wendell we'll probably try to buy an airplane with his stupid. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right, Steve, coming up next in voting news, Democrat Stacey Abrams, she's defending burning the Confederate flag. I don't care what she's accused of doing. You, you, you have a president that said he grabbing women by the pee. I don't care if she set the Confederate flag on fire and went in night while she was in college. Yeah. Skip that. This woman is qualified, and we got to get to the polls in Georgia and get Stacey Abrams voted in. And we got to get to these polls down in Florida and we got to get Gilliam voted in. Yep. And I'm telling you, you got to get to these polls because this voter suppression thing is real in Georgia, man. Yes, it is. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, last night was the debate in Georgia between the uh, gubernatorial candidates. Uh, The headlines before the debate was about Democratic candidate Stacey Abrams, who has defended her action of burning the old Georgia state Confederate flag back in 1992 when she was a college student at Spelman. We all know the Georgia state Confederate flag was a symbol of white supremacy. Ms. Abrams tweeted that she was proud to be on the right side of history and to have fought against hate her entire life. Right. I'm, 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 you look, they got a lot of nerve Mm -hmm. to talk about this Confederate flag when the symbol of that Confederate flag, and y'all can't flip the script on us for this like you did to Colin Kaepernick, uh, Colin Kaepernick, kneeling. You turned that into the flag issue. Mm-hmm. That flag, for so many people, represents hatred, slavery, yeah. civil civil war. Mm-hmm. 
If you don't think that they were fighting to keep slavery alive, you're deadly wrong. And that flag represented a lot of pain for black folks. A lot of Klansmen carries that flag. If you look at every Klan rally they got today, they got that flag with them. Mm-hmm. I, I do not care that she did that. Mm-mm. That doesn't bother me not one I'm bit. You have the audacity to call yourself the moral party and then you turn around and you vote for a man who has done more immoral things known publicly of any president ever and he in the White House. With some more to come. And let me tell you something. The, <laughs> the, the paying off the porn stars, the taking the Playboy bunnies to your house where your wife lives, all of that. I, I mean, look, he Grabbing did it. Grabbing women by the... Grabbing women by the pee, laughing about it, telling jokes, making jokes about disabled people, calling Native Americans Pocahontas. There goes my African American. Mm. I mean, he just repeatedly does everything. And so if that's okay with you, then this is okay with us. Yeah. And it is okay, Steve, uh, with a lot of people what Donald Trump has done. He's got a lot of support out there. A lot of people think he's doing a fine job, well, a let great me say job. This. He's done some things that he's getting credit for because it's on his watch. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Manufacturing jobs are up. Unemployment is at an economy, all-time low. Yeah. You know, the economy is booming. Uh, the tax uh, code that he passed. He's done some things. They should talk about that. But what he's done for the country in terms of unifying the people that he was elected to govern has been horrible. Has well, been horrible. He's not governing all people. Right. No, he's, he's not. Just That's the doing problem. his base. No. Yeah. He's doing he's a select base. Yeah. yeah, he's yes. governing his base. Yeah. But yes. the sad thing about it is his base doesn't know. This has no effect on their life. They don't even know it. It's so sad, man. So, so Steve, we have the Stacey Abrams issue going on in Georgia. Meanwhile, in Florida, now this is according to the Huffington Post, voters in Florida received a racist robocall from a white supremacist group in Idaho, uh, speaking in an exaggerated, like, minstrel-type dialect, trying to discourage voters from uh, voting for Democratic Florida gubernatorial candidate Andrew Gilliam. Uh, take a listen to this. Take a listen. Well, hello there. I is the Negro Andrew Gillum, and I'll be asking you to make me governor of this here state of Florida. We'll get all okay, the sure. things they need. Okay. Yes, Steve. That's all we're playing. And you yes, know that's why? Enough. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's enough. enough. Here is mm-hmm. what we have to understand. That there is a racist component going on every time a black person runs for yes, something. Yes, for an office. Yes. And he'll be the first you know, uh, black governor of Florida. And so now, all the way in Iowa. Mm-hmm. This, Idaho, Idaho. 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 This mm-hmm. base of people has this group out that sent this robocall out that's ringing up people's phones in Florida all over the place. Mm-hmm. And to do something so blatantly racist in 2018 against a man yeah. mm-hmm. listen to me we have got to go to these polls to Talk show them that the real power is not in name calling right. the real power is not in racism the real power 
is not in insulting us. The real power is not in voter oppression. The real power is in voting. That's right. That you can vote this type of behavior and suppress that. You're right. That's one of the reasons, you know, I I think it's important to play this this kind of thing, because this is the kind of thing that should make you get out and vote. If that if that makes you angry, get out and vote, cast your vote, do your civic duty. You're absolutely right, because it's horrible what they're doing. It's horrible. They're not talking about issues. Right. No, they're talking about flat out. Pure hatred of a person because of the color of their skin. That's it. That's, that's all. Right. That's all that is. That's all now, exactly right. Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Mm-hmm. We got to get out and vote. Yes. A lot, right. lot, lot of people been vote, been talking about voting. They're concerned about the number of rappers that's backing Stacey mm-hmm. Abrams. They're concerned about that. I saw an audio tape of them talking about it on the phone today. They have a right to vote just like you do. Yeah, what are you talking they, about? Yeah, but yeah. see, listen to me. What we got mm-hmm. to do is we got to show them. Mm-hmm. This is show who we are. We are people who vote. Mm-hmm. You know, we did it in 2008. We did it in 2012. We got to do it again in 2018. See, we slept it in 2016. Yeah, we did. And you see what happened. Mm-hmm. This is, yeah. See what you got. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the same time. See. But Midterm now elections. We've got to get out November the 6th People and vote. People died for our right to vote. They really right. did. They gave their lives. We have to do something. It's sickening. Yeah, it that is. in 2018, so we have to yes. deal with some minstrel. Yes. White man wants yes. to make fun of this brother down in Florida, and he way over in Idaho. Yeah. That's horrible. Man. I ain't never met the man or nothing. Don't know nothing about him except he black yeah, and you don't want him in mm-hmm. because you want to protect a certain base. A cer- and this base is getting on my nerves because that base right there is very reflective of the leadership. Yeah. And I'm telling you, yeah. man, he plays to them. He goes to these rallies. These rallies ain't to talk policy. He don't never talk mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy show. It's a routine he and that yeah. telling jokes. He's performing. He loves it, man. He loves people clapping for him. He's in his element there. He's yeah. a narcissist, he, man. He is. This he really guy is. is just, if you like me, cool. That's why he sat up there and he listened to Kanye for so long. How does Kanye get an audience in the over office to talk about nothing? This is the type of plane you ought to be on. You like a right. father to me. That when right I, when I put me. this hat on, it's like the Superman cape. Let me give you a hug, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, how Yeezy, how does this red hat feel like a Superman cape when the words on the hat says, make America great again? And I need to know from Kanye, what period does he want to go back to that makes America great again for us? Because the damn show wasn't the 70s. It damn sure wasn't the 60s. It damn sure wasn't the end of the 50s. I was here for all of them. Well, thankfully, he's quiet right now, Steve. Coming up in entertainment news, Megan Kelly apologizes for her blackface comments. We'll talk about it right it's after. Me, I'm sick of this now. I'm sick of it. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, Megan Kelly has apologized for saying wearing blackface on Halloween was okay when she was a child. We'll talk about it right after you take a listen to this. But what, but what is racist? Because 
Because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, black face yes. on Halloween, or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like I, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. If, if somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and, and you should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. One of the things they mention is people dressing up like Nazis, and this. If you think it's offensive, it probably yeah. is. Yep. yep. Wow. Um, <laughs> She she made these comments, Steve, on her uh, talk show, Megyn Kelly, today on NBC uh, during a roundtable with four white panelists about censoring Halloween costumes. Uh, Megyn Kelly also defended Real Housewives of New York City star Luann de Lesseps, uh, who darkened her skin when she dressed as Diana Ross for Halloween last well, year. Well, now, some, I saw that picture. Last year. Yeah. I saw that picture of uh, mm-hmm. Countess Luann. Mm-hmm. I wasn't offended by it. No. See, blackface is when you take black shoe polish mm-hmm. and put it. She just put on the bronzing cream and put on the white jumpsuit and the Afro wig and said, "I'm Diana Ross." I wasn't really offended by that. I'm gonna just be honest mm-hmm. with you. I saw it. I didn't From take huge year. offense. Yeah. yeah. Blackface is when you put them black shoe polish on your face and them big white lips. Yeah. 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 That's but the issue. The that issue to is mock right. black people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, there's right. Exactly. The history of blackface in our culture. Um, this is what uh, uh, Megan said. You know, now she's feeling apologetic about all of this. Um, she got a lot of backlash and uh, she sent an internal email to her colleagues. She wrote that she now realizes that such behavior is indeed wrong and that she's sorry. She's talking about the history of blackface now. Uh, The history of blackface in our culture is abhorrent. The wound's too deep. She added that she's never been a politically correct kind of person. Yeah, we know. We we remember Mm -hmm. you from Fox Fox. News. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but uh, she says, I understand that we do need to be more sensitive in this day and age. Uh, particularly on race and ethnicity issues, which are far from being healed. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she yeah. said Come it, on. you know, she said it so fast that you couldn't believe that she said. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, as a, child, as a matter of fact, okay. you're right. Yeah. When I heard it, it kind of got by. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 She yeah. said it fast. And it's like, no, it's, it wasn't cool when you was a child. It, right. No, it, it's yeah. Not. And it took you a whole, your whole career practically <laughs> to realize that this is offensive. Yeah. They realized it after they said yeah. it. They never realized yeah. it when they Before. did it. Here's, Before. Here's the deal. I play golf with people mm-hmm. who are conservatives, right wing. I play, I'm on golf courses with them all the time. It's no way around it. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have grown up. See, what, what's appalling to a lot of us is the norm for them. That's why Donald Trump doesn't have any problem saying any of the stuff he's saying, because for him, it's the norm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when he goes to these rallies, he lets it fly because he's thinking, He's amongst his peers, mm-hmm. except them poor-ass people out there have no idea that Donald Trump could give less than a about any of them. They don't even understand that, man. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump is about the wealthy. That's all. He don't. How can he care about the poor when he don't know no poor people? Mm-hmm. How can he care about the poor when he has never been poor? This dude ain't never had a struggling moment in his life. He cannot relate. That's why he can snatch a baby from a mother at the border. That's why he don't care nothing about stopping no caravan. Go back home. That's that's why he don't care nothing about none of this. He has no respect for women. This is who the president of the United States is. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I think, you know, they should have kept uh, Tamron Hall in making Kelly's spot. Just left (laughs) Tamron Hall. Mm. 
All right, uh, time for today's headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And this is Ann Tripp with the news. Good morning, everybody. Turkish media now reporting that their investigators have found suitcases and clothing in a vehicle left in the garage attached to the Saudi consulate that may have belonged to missing journalist Kamal Khadzoji. The Saudis finally acknowledging that Khadzoji died in the consulate on October 2nd, even though they're claiming he died accidentally during a fistfight. The Turkish president, though, Recep Erdogan, says his investigators say the columnist was murdered and in the most gruesome, premeditated way. Our security and intelligence teams have information and these suggest that was this was a planned incident and trying to blame a few members of the intelligence community will not satisfy us or the in, in international community it will be satisfactory only when everyone who is responsible for this is penalized. And the Turks say they want the killers tried in Turkey. Authorities would also like to see Kasoji's body. President Trump claims that the Central American migrants headed here are not just poor people looking for a better life. Certainly you have people coming up through the southern border from the Middle East and other places that are not appropriate for our country. And I'm not letting them in. The caravan of migrants are now said to number about 7,000, most of them Honduran, currently forced to camp on a Mexican basketball court with few facilities and no food. The president's threatening to cut off all the aid that we send to Honduras, Guatemala, and El Salvador if those governments don't get their people to come back home. However, critics say that cutting off aid would only end up forcing more and more people to leave their countries. According to Rolling Stone magazine, the Republican candidate for governor in Georgia, get this, Brian Kemp, caught on audio tape saying that his Democratic challenges get out the vote operation, quote, continues to concern us, especially if everybody uses and exercises their right to vote. That's what this man said. Kemp's opponent, Stacey Abrams, would be the first black female governor. Kemp reportedly made that comment at a Professionals for Kemp event. When Rolling Stone called Kemp's campaign about the remark, they acknowledged that the event took place, but they wouldn't comment further. Meanwhile, this guy, Brian Kemp, is currently Georgia's Secretary of State. It was reported last week right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show that he decided to suspend some 53,000 ballot applications, about 70 percent of them belong to African-Americans. American public media says Kemp purged an estimated 107,000 voters from the rolls last year simply because they didn't vote in the prior election. He's being sued for leaving more than 6 million Georgia voting records open to hacking. He's also being sued because of an abnormal amount of absentee ballots in the Peach State mostly belong to black and Asian votes. This guy is running for governor. Here's up Steve Harvey Nation. Find out if Uncle Steve's smarter than his nephew. We'll be back 20 minutes after the hour. Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, uh, Tommy's not here today, guys. We know that. We watched the season premiere of Ready to Love last night. It was good. It It was was last night. Yeah, it was on the OWN Network. It was really, really good. Really cute. Mm -hmm. Uh, The new dating series is produced by Will Packer. It's hosted by our very own nephew, Tommy. I think he's on the phone. Tommy? Hey, what's going on? Oh, we have a new name for you, first of all. Uh, I'm sorry. If if y'all don't mind, will you address me as Thomas Miles, please? What? See, right there. At least make it through a season. Yeah. (laughs) One damn episode. Can can y'all address me as Thomas Miles? That's all I'm asking. I don't think I'm asking too much. We knew he was going to change, oh though. But he, he didn't got real Hollywood. Yeah. He didn't get the commercial. Hey, listen, you know what? I'm going to say this. Yeah. I was talking to O the other day. And, he was talking uh, to who? Who is O? that's uh, I'm sorry. Miss Oprah Winfrey. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm talking to O. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So anyway, um, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, oh, and I talk, and oh, you know, there's some things. Oh, and I, uh-huh. yes. You know, oh, and I talk, and oh wants um, <laughs> me to be a little bit more dressier. So, uh, you know, you know, she called SR. Do they SR know they don't make them type of clothes in your side? <laughs> Does she know that? <laughs> yeah, we have a well, new SR, name for you. S- S- SR is making a, uh, uh, an exception for me. You know what I'm saying? Who is? So, Who? SR, SR is actually sending over uh, several different items for Who me to choose SR? from. Who is that, sir? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you guys know nothing. I'm sorry. Stefano Ricci. He's actually, uh, <laughs> he's actually, you know. Man. He's got uh, your design. You know what? Matter of fact, if I told me to tell you hello, he heard that you purchased his clothes. He's never met you before, but um, <laughs> supposedly, supposedly I'm getting ready to meet SR soon. And you know what? Oh, has me taking a private flight over there. To uh, actually get to get dressed for my wardrobe for the rest of the season. You, you, so oh, you know, oh oh oh, oh you gonna get dressed where? Oh, we know nothing. We get no. on your nerves. Do you not know anything? <laughs> Man, boy, okay. You gonna oh, go oh, where oh. to meet Stefano Ricci? Stefano Ricci is gonna meet me in Milan. Okay. <laughs> You know, O called him. But since O called him, he wanted to actually get the measurements himself and make sure my clothes were precise. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what's going on with me, SR and You and want me to o. send you want me to send your measurements to him? Tell him to hang on, Steve. Ugh. Hang on, Tommy, okay? <laughs> no, no, I don't mind. I don't but I don't have long because I got, I need to call O in the next ten minutes. So what <laughs> We'll be back with more of this ignorant phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, last night, as you all know, was the premiere of Tommy's new show, Ready to Love. It is a new dating series that's produced by Will Packer, super producer and hosted by nephew Tommy, who, uh, if you didn't hear our last break, asked us to call him Thomas Miles. That has changed. Yeah. Oh, oh, and has he changed? Wait, 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 wait. What's what's wrong with that? What's 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 the problem? Y'all can't say Thomas Miles. What's wrong with that? What is old question? I have a question, Steve. Why isn't he at work today? That's that's really what the hell I'm trying. That's the question. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, so O wants me and Will to come to Milan. Okay, and she's sending us her her plane. Hey, you don't have a plane. Oh God, I ain't got a whole lot. I ain't got no money either. And everything, it has rooms in it. What? Why? Why your plane don't have that? Oh, now he hates This boy got one episode in. This is embarrassing. You know what? Let me let me just say this. Understand. You know what, man? You, you got to really try some of the finer things in life. Because you, you flying ghetto, dog. You know what I'm saying? You, you flying ghetto, man. Quit, quit doing that. So, I'm but anyway, o, o is sending a plane for me and Will. We're I'm, going to Milan. You on air trail. I'm not on air. No, I'm on O. Okay. No, you on, on o, o today. <laughs> yeah, but the them ratings come out. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, so now you finna dog my ratings? No, I'm dogging your ratings. I'm saying if the ratings come out, you know, how, hey, how man, long do you I, think I... you're going to be flying on this plane? Okay, well, all I don't want to say is hate don't look good on you, dog. It don't. Mm. You got to stop this. 
You really, know, really. You know good. what, Tommy? I actually have been pulling for you. I've actually wanted you to do very Thank well. You. And you know what? I just you know what didn't I know that this change you. was gonna come so suddenly. Yes. Not after one damn episode. Oh, I knew you was gonna change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah. O and I have de- developed a very good rapport. We're starting out. These are these these are. I mean, I can't do all these shows in one day. You gonna do okay? Super Soul Sunday? You gonna do Super Soul Sunday? <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? No, I will not do Super Bowl Sunday. What I'm saying is, it's, you know, when I do, Sunday, when Miss O wants me to do <laughs> Masterclass, I will do Masterclass with Miss O. How many years that's gonna be? Before what? Before you get asked to do a Masterclass. Because if you what? do it right now, it ain't going to be called a master class. It's going to be a pop quiz. <laughs> <laughs> and tell them, your, tell oh your nickname. You call her, oh, she'll call you Button. I think that's perfect. No, I'm not Button, okay? Yeah. Listen, like me, listen like me and Wheel are going <laughs> to... You and who? To, me and Wheel, we are going to Milan. What, what's O's last name? What's Oprah's last name, Tom? Winfrey. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. You better just keep calling her. Yeah, I see why yeah. she said just say oh. Yeah, because you're going to mess that woman hell. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all coming right. together now. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. <sighs> it's ready to love, right? Tell us about the show one more time. You can promote it before we get out of here. I just want all my, I want to thank all my all right. fans for tuning in uh, yeah. last night, watching the show, ready to love. Mm-hmm. It'll be back on again Saturday. Uh, 10 Eastern, 9 Central. I'm going to watch it Saturday, Tommy. It's going to be the same one or a different episode? It'll be the same one on Saturday, honestly. Okay, so cool. Like I'm going to watch it Saturday because I didn't get a chance to see it last night. It's good. It's, I, it's so grown good and sexy. It. I like it because it's grown and sexy. Yeah. And it's oh, real. I want you to watch it and really tell me what you think because you're going to give me some great pointers on the do's and don'ts. And I, and I promise you I will accept what you tell me. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've been doing all right, man, right up until this phone call. <laughs> You know, you've been real humble, you've been crying, you've been grateful. And then right up into this call after one of them asked. Now we got to call you Thomas Miles. But you don't, okay, okay, you don't see. I mean, you don't see me, like, like, do you remember when Larry Fishburne turned into Lawrence? You remember that? Yeah, Uh I remember that, yeah. Well, then, nephew Well, that was about 10, that was was 10 movies in we oh, got to go, oh, Button, okay? I'm not Button, okay? Bye, Button. Shut up, Junior. I'm not Button, Prank okay? phone call coming up next. Get it, Button. King of Buttons. <laughs> See, O don't, don't talk to me like this. Yeah, because O don't know you. Ready to love. <laughs> hosted by Button. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, it is so good that it's clouding my judgment. Or is it so good that it's clouding my judgment? How about that? They ain't talking about ice cream. (laughs) Uh -uh, Uh-uh, uh-uh. Right now, uh, nephew Tommy's out. Uh, You know that. Junior's in with today's prank phone call. What you got, Junior? NBA party. Huh? Huh? Mm. (laughs) There it is. NBA party. Run it, cat. Hello? Hello, I'm, trying, I'm, trying to, I'm looking for Brad. Big Hey, Brad, how you doing? This Poncho, man. I'm, I'm one of Marcus's boys. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I talked to Marcus, man. He was telling me about, you know, the uh, the playoff party, man, for, for, for Sunday, man. So 
Uh, he told me if it was cool, I'll come through, man. I just wanted to call and, and holler at you, see if I could, if I need to bring anything, uh, uh, food or some drinks or whatever, you know. You took you friends with Marcus. Yeah, yeah. This is Pancho, man. I'm friends with Marcus. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, now nah, you ain't great unless, of course, you know, you you drinking something special. But uh, yeah, it's just gonna be me, Marcus, and uh, you know, a couple other boys gonna be here. And uh, you know, whatever you wanna bring, it's gonna be YOB. So yeah, that's cool. Okay, okay, okay. What time y'all starting, man? He, he told me like around one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be here all day, but you know, yeah. Come on through about one, one, two o'clock. You know, just before the game gets started, we'll have a, you know, got the flat screen going. Everything's gonna be laid out. So uh, yeah, just come on through whenever you come through. All right. Just remember, man, Poncho. All right, I'll be there. Poncho, right, so got it. All right, cool. All right, peace. Hello. Hey, hey, Brad. Yo. Hey, Poncho again, man. Listen, r- real quick. How much how much food and, 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 and liquor do you have? Uh I I think we got enough for for Sunday. What why what you got going on? What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got like three boys gonna ride with me, man. I just wanna make sure you got enough over there. Okay, who is this again? This Poncho. You know, we talked about thirty minutes ago. This Poncho. Uh, uh Mark, Mark Marcus friend. Right. Right, okay. Right, right. Uh, I remember I called you about 30 minutes ago, told you Marcus told me it was yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Phone me ringing, ringing back and forth. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's all right, but, you know, we ain't trying to overload the joint, man. Just, you know, I know Marcus, and if you're a friend of his, then, then that's cool. You can come yeah, through. Yeah, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, it, ain't, mean, it ain't but three guys, man. It ain't but three guys coming with me, man. They they, they, they real cool, man. We'll, 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 we'll bring something to put on your pit or whatever, you know? It'll, it'll be good. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that's cool, man. But you know, yeah, yeah. Come on through, man. All right, all right, I right. talked to you. I talked to you. All right, Brett. Wait, is uh, wait, is one of them Marcus? Is is one of the guys Marcus? Yeah. No, 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 no. I got it's, it's three guys. Me, I make four. You know, so like three other guys. Yeah, whatever, man. That's cool. Yeah, bring him through, man. Come on. It's fine. All right, all right, all right. Later. Hello. Hey, Brad Poncho again, man. Listen. Hey, I'm I'm gonna bring one more. Um, I'm I'm gonna bring one more person with me, wait, dog. Hold, wait, hold 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 pump your brakes, player. Wait, hold up, hold the f- up. Now, what, what, what's up? You market this friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, I'm Poncho. Yeah, okay. I know you Poncho, man, but you bringing everybody but the f- just go kid up and f- Marcus is cool with me. That's my boy. We go way back, and if you cool with him too, then okay, you can come. You know, I'm trying to have an NBA playoff game. You bringing the whole NBA with you. No, no, no. It, it, it ain't like that, man. Man, I mean, the place ain't that big. You know, my wife is going to be coming through here. And, you know, I, I got the house laid out. I told her I wasn't going to destroy the place. I just got out the doghouse like two weeks ago. I ain't trying to f*** that up. So, oh, if you're oh. coming through, you come through. You know, bring one or two people with you. But that's it. Okay. Uh, I, 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 but listen, here's he, he what I decided. I, mean, I ain't going to bring them dudes with me. I'm just going to bring a little lady friend with me, man. Is that cool? I'm just going to bring a little lady friend. No dudes. Okay, that's cool. Now you're talking. Okay, because I know she ain't going to eat up a bunch of So come on through here with her and, you know, be done with it. That's fine. Right, right, right. I'm going to call Simone now and tell her, and tell her that, that that she coming with me, okay? What's her name? Her name's Simone. That's funny. That's my wife's name. Oh, okay, okay, no. okay. But maybe they'll hook up while, they, while we're watching the game. That'll be no, cool. She ain't going to be here, so I'll send her and her girls for their, their nails done. Okay, okay. So check this out, man. I'm gonna I'm I'm reach out to Simone and let her know that we're gonna we're gonna leave her and get over there like about one. And you say it's cool, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. That, that's a whole lot better than bringing a bunch of up in here, but. Uh, okay, okay, bet. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Now, now check this, man. Mine, uh, you know, my friend, she, she, she married, you know, and, and and she wanted to get away from her husband for a minute, man. I guess they've been going through. So, you know, you know, just keep wait, it on. Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Back, back up there. Back up. You bring in a married woman named Simone. What are the odds of that? My wife's name is Simone. Okay, well, no, I mean, I'm like, what, 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 this one, Simone is her last name is. That's my last name. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold. Wait, 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 wait. Hold, hold on, hold on, dog. This, this, okay. This, this Simone is is light skinned Yeah, you keep on describing her. She's light skinned five that's one, right. short hair, got the halicut. Yeah, that's 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 that's. Oh, how long you been with my wife? I, I, hey, dog. Me and Simone been friends for a minute, man. It wasn't until like a couple of weeks ago she reached out to me and said she was she was going through some some some. Oh, she reached out to you to tell you that she's going through some stuff with her dude. Well, I'm that dude. Okay, okay. How okay, long you been seeing my wife? Hey, man, you know, about a year, but who counting? You know what I'm saying? A year. That's about the time we started having some issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, come on over to this party. Hey, man, I'm sure we can try to figure this kind of situation out. No, 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 no. Pump your face. You my wife. Dog, I don't give a dog, about I, you. I don't give a about her either. I, dog, you, I, you know, they say, you know what? I've always believed this. There are no mistakes up in this Everything happens the way it's supposed to be, so it's funny how you call me. Okay, okay, listen, man. Listen. How do you I'm get this number? Me. My boy gave me this number. No, 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 no it's no you get this number. You probably called me directly from her. That's no, how you got my, this number. My boy gave me this. My, no, no, leave, leave Simone out of this, man. No, you can't tell me right now. You know, I'm about to get up this phone with you right now. I'm going to call her. Matter of fact, I ain't going to call her at all. Don't, don't tell her. You my wife. Just bring her to the party. I got a guest list for your. I got a 380, I got a Smith, I got a Wesson, and I got a size 14 till and it goes right up your So you just come on over to this party. Oh, oh, okay, hey man, hey man, listen, listen. My boy, my boy gave me your number, man. So, I don't know so, who my boy is. Marcus said he don't know you. Marcus don't know me, but guess who else knows me, though, that you don't know? Well, say something. <laughs> hey, Brad. This is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Marcus got me to prank phone call you. What? <laughs> I don't give a. This is some. Come and get off, y'all. In here. Hey, Brad, what was you gonna do with the party, man? Look at here, man. Uh... <laughs> Be a can of whoop in this. <laughs> hey man, let me ask you something. What's the baddest radio show in the land? It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. All right, there it is. NBA party. <laughs> you know, you gotta have NBA party. This is, here comes the explanation. You know, surely sometimes you gotta have NBA party. Come on, Junior. You know, you, you, tell you always me have to have that every now and, yeah. and then. Ain't nothing wrong you with the NBA party. Uh uh-uh. uh. You know what I'm saying? Just uh-huh. throw one every now and then. You know, get some basketball. You know, see, CP3 and, and, and Rondo could have got along. They had an NBA party. <laughs> <laughs> this is all Tommy logic. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know, know he's, he's a TV yeah, star he's a TV now. Star. You know Cute as a button. Cute as a button. Just call oh, him. Oh, I was mom. thinking oh. like ugly, like Benjamin, Benjamin Button. button. <laughs> That's Benjamin Button. There it is. There it is right there. He's little. Uh-huh. He's the size of a baby. And he he ain't as attractive as he thinks he is. So, so Button, that's his new name. Button. Benjamin Button. Button, but what's he... up with you? <laughs> See, it has a so, nice ring to it. BDB. All right, listen. <laughs> listen, uh, when we come back, it's the strawberry letter subject. 
is it so good? It is so good that it's clouding my judgment. <laughs> we'll come back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharvey.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay? Isn't that right, Steve? Yep. <laughs> Come on. Mm-mm, that's all they that's need. That's it? Yeah, we've been getting a lot of letters. I'm tired. Of <laughs> we have. We really have. Thank you, guys. Man. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. Yeah, but the chances of it, though. <laughs> They're good. Oh, okay. They are. Who, who told you to say that shit? No one. I know. <laughs> oh. Well, right. eventually we get to all of them. <laughs> we get to a lot of them. All right. Hey, everybody, it's that time. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, Junior. Subject. Junior. <laughs> Can't Call him. Is it so good that it's clouding my judgment? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 43-year-old single mom of two. For the past year, I have been seeing a nice 43-year-old gentleman that I met on the Plenty of Fish dating site. When we met, I told him that I was ready for a relationship, not just to hook up for sex. He said, let's see where it goes. Two weeks later, after talking on the phone, we finally met up. And we ended up having sex that first night. Darn it, Steve. It was so good that I could not stop. We continued to have sex at least once a week, and he started staying overnight at my house. About six months later, I asked him, so are we together? He said, no, we're just friends. He told me that we should just stop having sex and just be friends because I was getting too emotionally attached to him. Not even a week went by before he was back in my bed. The sex is so darn good that I cannot stay away from this man. But I really wanted a relationship. The whole time we've been together, I have been taking him to and from work. He does not have a car or his own place to live. I also cook for this man and give him money when he needs it. He does pay me back each time. I'm giving 100% of myself to him. But he has the nerve to only like me as a friend. It makes me feel like he's just using me. Is Is the good sex clouding my judgment? What's really going on here? Please advise. Okay. <laughs> okay, seriously. <laughs> seriously, if you were here, I would physically shake you so hard. Try to sh- shake some sense into you. You know, you may be 43-year-olds, uh, but but you're, you're doing way too much, okay? I, I, I mean, just talk about over and above and beyond. That's all you. That's all you. You're doing way too much. And, and I disagree with you. No, he's not using you. He doesn't have to. I mean, you won't even give him a chance to use you because you're right there. You, let, let's go down the list. You give him sex when he wants it. You cook for him. You drive him to and from work. He stays with you. And you give him money. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, don't you take him to and from work? i got to ask you that. So why do you have to give him money, too? It's too much. You're doing too much. I, I, I just don't understand. You know, you have to get some self-respect. You have to. You, you have none, okay? You, you have to stop this. Um, I, I'm glad you wrote us. 
uh, nothing is that good where you have to lose your, your dignity and, and your low self-esteem. Nothing is that good, okay? Nothing. I don't care. Nothing is for you to lose your self-respect like that. And that's what it is. It, it's not that the sex is so good. You're just, you're caught up. You got to get a, get you know, get a hold of yourself here. Uh, this man has nothing to offer you but sex. And you want much more and he's not giving it to you. Steve? Ready? Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's go. Thank you. Oh, Lord, lady. <laughs> 43, single, mother of two. You 43, you met a 43-year-old very nice gentleman mm. on a dating site called Plenty of Fish. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Never heard of Plenty of Fish. Neither have I. You got an idea? Yeah, I got an idea. <laughs> when we met, I told him that I was ready for a relationship, not just hook up for sex. He said, let's see where it goes. Mm. See right there? No. You say you're ready for a relationship, not just for a hookup. He said, let's where it goes. Guess what you missed that he didn't say? He did not say mm. what he wanted. He ain't even say, yeah, that's what I'm looking for, too. All he said was, let's see how it goes. Two weeks go by. You've been talking to him on the phone. You finally meet with him. You ended up having sex the first night. Mm. Darn it, Steve. I know. (laughs) Say what, Steve? (laughs) Darn it, Steve. I know. Go on, see. (laughs) It was so good, I could not stop. Mm. We continued to have sex at least once a week, and he started staying overnight in my house. Six months later, I asked him, so are we together? He said, no, we ain't together. <sighs> Hell no, we just friends. He told me we should stop having sex and just be friends because I was getting too mo- emotionally attached to him. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even a week went by and he was back in your bed. This boy in here doing it. <laughs> this boy in here got it turned up. He in there bringing it. And I'm about to tell you why. This sex is so damn good. I can't stay away from this man. But I really want a relationship. The whole time we together, I've been taking him to and from work. He does not have a car. He does not have his own place to live. I cook for this man and give him money when he needs it. Now, when I come back, I'm going to explain some things to you. You have a minute. No, nah, this ain't. Well, first of all, let me tell you something. You find him on a dating site called Plenty of Fish. Mm-hmm. And of all the men in here, you get the one damn catfish that was in the <laughs> You done bought a damn bottom-dwelling, scavenging, nasty-ass catfish. Good one, I Steve. <laughs> all these fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. And which one you pull out? A mm, catfish. catfish. Mm, mm, he ain't working. Mm-mm. No, he worked, working. but he ain't got no car and he ain't got no house. Where do he work? At the paper route? <laughs> he can't get the no. money. Dog. 
and you give him money when he need it. Do this man have a paper route? <laughs> All right, hold it right there, Steve. Hold it right there. Uh, we'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. Today's subject is, it, it is so good that it's clouding my judgment. Uh, we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, Steve, let's recap today's strawberry letter. It is so good that it's clouding my judgment. Yeah, she done met this man on Plenty of Fish. She done pulled out the one damn fish she didn't want, a catfish. (laughs) Bottom dwelling scavenger. They been sleeping together. He just had, she can't stop. She can't stop. She can't stop. It's so damn good. Once a week, six weeks, six months go by. She finally asked the man, are we together? He said, no, no, hell no, we ain't together. What'd he say? No, no, hell no, we ain't together. Where you get that from? What you talking about? Just because I spent night on here, we together. We ain't together. Six months? Can you give me money? No, we just friends. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know we need to we need to stop having sex. Just be friends, cause you get too emotional. For me. You know I don't, I don't I don't like to be attached to stuff. Yeah. You know I ain't attached to no car note. I ain't attached to no mortgage or no rent payment. You know I ain't attached to no kitchen nowhere where I'm cooking. I ain't attached to no money. Don't you see me always needing something? You don't do attached. The sex is so damn good. I can't stay away from. He give me the money back, but he don't have a car, a house. He need money all the time, and you got to take him to and from work. My question for you before we went on break was, where does he work? At the paper route? I'm trying to figure out what job he got where he can't get a car, a house, or need money all the time. <laughs> now, you want to ask me, let me explain something to you about this good sex you had. You having sex with a man that ain't got a car. You having sex with a man that need a ride to and from work. You having sex with a man that ain't got his own place. You got having sex with a man that can't cook. And you having sex with a man that need money all the time. The reason his sex is so good, he for food. <laughs> lost your entire mind. I know you had to bleep that, but that's the best way to say that. Yeah. That's what he's doing. He Here's said. another reason. <laughs> See, this is called BS that he's giving you. This is just BS. Now, a cleaner way to say it is BS is called benefit screwing. Mm-hmm. Because he has to produce the type of screwing that produces benefits. Yeah. So now he in there giving his all in all. Yeah. And he got to. Because he probably working part time. He got time sharpening his gear. Yeah. He don't have the stress that most men have on. A lot of men can't perform because of stress. Yeah. But he ain't got none. He ain't got no mortgage. He ain't got no car note. He ain't got no kitchen. He ain't got to buy no groceries. <laughs> what, what is he stressing for? <laughs> he is free to BS. T- 
to benefit screw. Mm. Oh, he just in that performance. All his energy is in his sexual performance. Mm. He can't buy you a coat for Christmas. Uh-uh. But, but boy? At Burlington. <laughs> he can't bring you a plate from Steinmark. Uh-uh. He can't bring them kids of yours a toy from Walmart. Uh-uh. He can't bring you a Happy Meal from McDonald's. And when he do get money, it's so rare, he died at Chick-fil-A on the Sunday talking about how the hell they ain't open. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had money during the week, you know that they ain't open on Sunday. Right. <laughs> this man that you think you want to have a relationship with, why would you want a relationship with him? Somebody you got to take care of and can't do nothing for you except good sex. Right. Then that's all it is. It's just good sex. It's nothing, no other benefit to him. And let me tell you something. This going to wear off. Because you know why it's going to wear off? Because you're going to mess around and need something. Uh-oh. Everybody needs something every now and then. I don't care who y'all. Yeah. And when you need it, since that's who you're passing out all your loving to, you're going to want it from him. And guess what he going to tell you? You ask me for money for we ain't no money. We just friends. We just friends. Sick, well, I ain't got it. We just friends. You know I ain't got it. I just borrowed the money of you last week. Now I can pay you back what I owe you. <laughs> Will that help you? She, she said he was a nice gentleman. He is a nice. You got to be nice when you ain't got nothing. <laughs> Can't well, be I'm going to be mean, and I ain't got nowhere to go. You got to pick me up. What the hell I'm finna be mean for? You got to be nice. Yeah. You got to drop me off and pick me up. To understand that he just getting out soon as he jump in the car he started rubbing your thigh I see what's happening yeah soon as he get in the car his hand on that pretty thigh then you in here sweating like a runaway <laughs> cause big Cleefus Jackson Raynard the fourth is gonna come up in here <laughs> Cleefus Jackson yeah. Raynard the fourth the runaway name. It's fitting to come up in here. Uh-huh. Uh, it's fitting to be more than I was yesterday. <laughs> Lady. She wants a relationship, Steve. With who? Mm-hmm. He can't do nothing for you or your children. Nope. He's a bad example of a man. He's 43. He don't have a car. He don't have his own place. He don't cook. And he borrow money from you. And he's 43. You want a relationship with him? You got it. He's doing the only thing he can do, and that's screw. That's right. He can't do nothing else. He, I told you, ask him for a coat this Christmas. All right, we got to go, Steve. <laughs> Email us or Instagram us your ask thoughts you. on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Not Steve fur, Harvey. just a coat. You'd want <laughs> wool coat. Early. At Steve Harvey FM. Coming with up- a collar that flip up. Just <laughs> ask for a coat with a collar on Coming up in about 10 minutes, we're going to talk about voting, so don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Ask for some boots. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, well, guys, the midterms are about two weeks away. We talked about this earlier in the show. Last night was the debate in Georgia between the gubernatorial candidates. The headlines before the debate was that Democratic candidate Stacey Abrams 
defended her action of burning the old Georgia State Confederate flag back in 1992 while she was uh, attending Spelman College. Uh, She was a student there. We all know the Georgia State Confederate flag was viewed by many as a symbol of white supremacy. Uh, Miss Abrams tweeted that she was proud to be on the right side of history and to have fought against hate her entire life. I'm I'm trying to understand. Mm. This woman burned the Confederate flag when she was in college, and they don't want her to be the governor. But mm-hmm. you can sexually assault a woman mm-hmm. in high school, which is Indeed. just a year or two before college, and you can get on the Supreme Court. You, oh, you better talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay. confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, so excuse me, moral party, but I'm confused about when do we start becoming moral? When is that flag more important than a woman's rights? When it benefits them. But see, as long as it's them, mm-hmm. it's cool. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just really, man, wanting someone to explain to me. And if you understood what that flag represented it to black people. Oh, the Confederate flag? Oh. Yes. If you understood what it meant to black people, oh. people of color, People who lived under that flag and suffered major oppression and injustices, murders and rapes Mm -hmm. under that flag. Mm -hmm. Why would we honor that flag? The American flag, I don't have a problem with. I do not have a problem with the American flag. None whatsoever. I do have a problem with the Confederate flag. And nothing you can say going to change my view about that flag. Not a thing. Because I know from years of listening to my father, my uncles, my aunts, what that flag stood for for them. And you're not going to change my mind about it. Just please get out and vote, people. We That's got it. to vote, man. We do. Man. We absolutely, absolutely. We do. We got yeah, to vote. Take everyone who's of age in your household, your friends, if there's someone that you know that can't make it to the polls because of transportation, drive them if you have to. Arrange, you know, transportation for them if you can. Just get to the polls. This is one of the most important uh, elections in our lifetime. Really, it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It really is. No. You got to vote. You got to vote. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if you don't live in Georgia, if you don't live in Florida and you're hearing us talk about this and you think, well, this doesn't affect my state or this. No, you still have to get out and yes. vote in the midterm elections and elect people that are concerned about issues in your community. There is an you. election in your state. There it yeah. is. If you're listening to this radio show, uh-huh. <laughs> yes. you're in an area that yeah. needs to yes. You yes. have to go vote. Yeah. You have to vote. That's yeah. right, Steve. It's we ain't on in Montana. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Get you out have to vote. vote. Yeah. If you want to see change, if you want to make a change, vote. That is your power. Mm-hmm. We have so got your to voice. get a balance in the Senate mm-hmm. and the House. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. We got to get a balance because right now it's heavily leaning right wing. Mm-hmm. And it's not representative of our country. And that changed when President Obama was in office and it was a low voter turnout for the midterm elections in um, when he was in office. What was that, 2010? 
Yeah, and then the yeah. Republicans controlled. Controlled, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Tea Party yeah. was born, all of that stuff, okay? so And they tried to stop him from doing everything. Yes, everything. President Obama. So we got to turn this around. Yeah. We got to yeah. vote. Yeah. Yeah. Vote yeah. is your voice, your power. You matter. Please yeah. vote. That's it. <sighs> yes. So Georgia and now Florida. Oh, Florida. Um, wow. Uh, Andrew Gillum and... Um, He's in a he's in a tight race there, but he's ahead so far. Uh, he's running for governor. He'll be the first black go- governor of Florida, and um, if elected, uh, he he's you know faced racist comments, dog whistles throughout his campaign. Um, the morning after the primaries, Representative uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, Gillum's opponent, went on TV and warned voters not to monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda and huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. You caught that, right? Monkey this yeah. up. Uh-huh. Quote. Yeah. And what he said, that was an accident. Monkey this up by trying to embrace a socialist agenda with huge tax increases and bankrupting the state. Okay. This is He could have said any used any other word, Don't any mess other term. This up. Yeah. You know, that's that work. Besides monkey. <laughs> Come on now. We know that. We know they what like you're doing. They like we don't know they code. We know though. what you're doing. Yeah. They got code where like they don't know we know them. <laughs> Nationalists. Well, monkey ain't a code. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. 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 See, Trump don't use code either. No. He's you can a grab a woman by the P. Yeah. That's not a code. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's a direct hit. He called himself a nationalist. Yeah. yeah. There's no They code. told me not to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm a nationalist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doubled down and said it again. You're right. I don't even know yeah. what that means. Excuse me. It's it, he, he, He's trying to say that he's for America, and he's not like a globalist and, and thinks in terms of the world. He's just thinking of America, this nation. Well, what he should say, he's a patriot. Yeah, that's and, and that's what he should say. say. He shouldn't say mm-hmm. nationalist. That's no, he's not a patriot. Patriots well, pay saying... taxes. <laughs> Ooh, all right, you kind of upset. I love this, Steve. No, I'm sorry. That's a good one, Steve. <laughs> First, I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> then you, yeah, you you nail that one for sure. Yeah, sure you nail that one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's not a patriot. Yeah. Patriots pay taxes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm... All right. Speaking of voting, uh, Donald Trump's predecessor uh, wants you to vote. We'll hear what President Barack Obama has to say right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Barack Obama is trying to simulate young voters. He responds to some of the commonly made excuses for not voting. Take a listen to some of the excuses and some of the answers. I don't care about politics. Look, I don't care about Pokemon, but that doesn't mean it won't keep on coming back. That's actually what people in power are betting on, that you'll check out that you won't vote. And when you opt out, that's what allows other people to essentially fill that void. It allows them to do nothing about the things that you'd like to see government do. So if you really want to throw a wrench in their plans, throw them out. Vote in somebody better. Next, why bother voting when I can't relate to the candidates? Now, this is actually a good question. For way too long, politicians haven't been representative of America as a whole. But that's changing this year. More women are running for office than ever before. More LGBT candidates 
are running for office. First-time candidates, young veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan, young leaders from across the political spectrum. So this year, more than any other year, you have the chance to change the face of politics so that it looks more like your own. Right. <sighs> That's what so. we need, yeah. Come on, get out and vote. That's a good answer, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. President Obama put together. That's good. Yeah. He's yeah. just such He's a good so he, just, he simplifies everything. He's I mean, I, so I don't understand how, really, y'all, um, to sit this one out, this, this has to be the most uh, voter-attended mid-election, mid-term election in our history. Because if we get out, man, we can change some things. We can stop this wave of senselessness towards other humanity. We we have a president who does not care about anyone that isn't rich. He doesn't, man. This wall, he talking about, we're going to build the wall. He done convinced these people that this yeah. wall is necessary. They want now. it. They want it. Look. Should there be some type of border controls? Yes. But we need a policy in place where people who are qualified to come into this country can come. See, ain't no problem if you coming from Poland, Czechoslovakia, France, Italy. You can come from any one of them countries because you can come over here. What you cannot do is bring your brown body over here without a dog fight. Because all y'all coming is criminals. Excuse me. What? 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 But if you come from south of that border and you brown, you Cuban, Guatemalan, Honduran, Nicaraguan, Mexican, Jamaican, any other thing, any any kind Haitian, of color, Jamaican, man, man, please get out of here. It, it's sad. But then the hypocrisy of the Republican Party is what sickens me the most. You act like you're not the one hiring these people. And now they've tried to spin it and go, they're going to take, minorities need to be aware because they're going to take jobs from minorities and poor whites. They don't come over here to take work that y'all want to do. And the only reason they can take the construction workers is because the owners of construction workers like hiring these skilled labor and underpaying them. They ain't got to give them no benefits. Who you think own them companies? You think them all Democrats? Huh? That's not true. So now, the hypocrisy of not wanting them over here is ludicrous because they need them over here to do the farming. They need them over here to keep these restaurants running. They need them over here to keep the, uh, the, the, the construction business alive. Here's the other hypocrisy. We don't want any more abortions. If you vote for abortion, we're going to take you out of office. Do you all think for one minute that Republicans don't get abortions? Are you kidding me? You think Republican people don't get abortions? You're sadly mistaken. Here's the other bit of hypocrisy. Uh, we don't want abortions. We don't want illegal immigrants. And we don't want gays to have any rights. Excuse me. You, you, you really don't think that the Republican Party, who is against gay marriage, who is against these gay rights, being able to form families and get benefits, do you really think there are no Republican gay people? 
You think the majority of gay people is liberals and left wing? Are you out of your mind? Are you kidding me? The hypocrisy that they've created. Now they disguise all of that and they say, we're going to build this wall and we're going to protect our country and we're going to make America great again. When was America great? When was when did America used to be better than it is now? I'm scared to ask them when they think that is. Because I'm telling you black folks, if you find out when they thought America was great again, you're going to be stunned. Your ass ain't going to be sitting at no more damn lunch counters <laughs> if you get back to when they thought it was great. <laughs> you finna get some German shepherds put on your ass. Mm, mm, mm. You, 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 you really yeah. think? Yeah. I don't know mm. when you think that's going to happen, partner. But brother, back at Cud Water Fountains. Brother, make America great again. Back of the bus. Brother, brother. Off the sidewalk when they come by. Brother. That's my comment, man. And I'm doing it. Am I doing it calm? Yeah, you doing Yeah, you are. You are. You okay. were very yeah. surprisingly I mean, no cussing. Yeah, yeah, none of that. So yeah. We didn't have it's to get a serious deal. subject. Yeah. This is a serious time. This country is divided. And, it's, and, we and we're divided because we're more divided now than ever because mm-hmm. our leadership yeah. creates That's divisiveness right. amongst yes, the people that the he was elected to govern. By design, yes. too. It's By no design. accident. No. Yeah. But he's only in office for his base. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A judge uh, has denied Bill Cosby's attempt at a new trial and reduced sentence. This is according to NBC News. Uh, Cosby's lawyers argued that the evidence against him was old and unreliable and shouldn't have been allowed at trial. They also said his sentence was unnecessarily harsh. But Judge Stephen O'Neill said he found no reason to grant the request. Cosby was recently sentenced to three to ten years in prison for drugging and sexually assaulting Andrea Constant back in 2004. Wow. Yeah. It's so sad what has happened Mm -hmm. to all of these women. Mm -hmm. It's so sad what what an iconic figure has become. It's so sad that these women are left to grapple with this for so long for what happened to them. I cannot sit here as a friend of his, a man who had a friendship with him, and say that I don't believe any of this is true because it's just it's, it's too much evidence. It's just too much. It's heartbreaking to have sat with this man so many times, learned so many things, having had no idea any of this was going on. I mean, none of us knew, really. You know, none of us knew that any of this was even going on. It was shocking when I heard about it. I'm like, well, come on, man. Because there were no signs of it. But as you got to going along with it, it just too many people came out. Too many people came out. And it became like, wait a minute, man, hold up, bro. Dog, Bill, come on, man. And so, you know, this this retrial, old uh, evidence that was allowed to come in, um, 
Oh, this last time, yeah. That's what the lawyers were saying when they was trying to get a retrial. Mm-hmm. Old evidence was bought in. Keyword, evidence. Evidence is facts or information gathered that shows guilt or innocence. Mm-hmm. That's what evidence is. Right. In a layman term. Yeah. So something happened that they allowed to be said that caused the conviction. And, you know, at one point in time, we all have to answer to whatever it is we do or we've done. And if you've gotten away with it, eventually you have to pay. Now, it's just hard, man, when you've been a friend to a guy, when a guy has friended you. Right. And with no knowledge of it, but just taught me so many things about being on television. Helped my sons at Morehouse University. And then to find out this is is heartbreaking. Right. It really, really is heartbreaking. And to see what has happened to this iconic figure. Yeah, it was hard to watch him go into the uh, courtroom and to the jail and be led away like that and everything. And then, you know, on the other hand, it was like, well, finally, justice for the women, you know, for that he's, victims. yeah, it's, yeah. It, on the other hand. So, you know, you so, were just torn. It was it was a tough time. It still is, yeah. you know. Yeah, and he's in right. prison today. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, and we all grew up watching him. You know, he was America's dad at one time, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Lottery fever is in the air. It's everywhere. The mega million dollar jackpot was last night. And then tonight now, Steve, tonight is a Powerball drawing for $620 million. Got my tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you got them already? I might buy yes. some for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Steve, listen to this. Professional boxer and extremely wealthy person, Floyd Money Mayweather, was spotted in L.A. the other night buying, same amount, Steve, $2,000 worth of lottery tickets. Okay? Now, mm. Floyd is is rather wealthy like you, Steve. Uh, he has a net worth of $600 million. Yes. That is, that is not my net worth. Well, I mean, you're rather wealthy. You're you're rather wealthy anyway. I don't know what your net worth is. I, I, I just... do. <laughs> no, I'm telling you that he's six. <laughs> well, Floyd's 600 is, is 600 million. So, I mean, does he really... I mean, do you really need it after you have already Shirley, so Shirley, much money? I'm asking. Shirley, yes. What do, What is you talking about need? Okay. Don't nobody need 1.6 billion. I know. But all y'all want it, though, don't you? Right, we want it, but but I'm saying if I had six hundred million, that that wouldn't be enough. Yeah, you need more. Yeah, well, I mean, what else can you buy or do or what? I mean, <laughs> that's that's that small mind thinking. I, huh? I mean, it's just, I know it's it's what the thing wrong you with y'all? What else can you buy? Six hundred million. That's not enough to live. No, he already living. I uh, no. You want to live some more? <laughs> Look, you got six hundred million. You don't need nothing. We out the need game. Okay, good. Okay. He just won't. Okay. I want one point six, but I don't need it. <laughs> but I promise you, if you give it to me, uh-huh. I, y'all can follow me with a camera. Because <laughs> it's about to be. It. Yeah, I'm gonna do a reality show. Y'all can come on, follow me. <laughs> oh, then, yeah, because it's probably the last time you're gonna see me anyway. Then so. you'll finally do a reality show, right, brother? <laughs> <laughs> Really? I'm telling you right now, 
600 mil a square me straight up. Well, God. yeah, 620 million. So what would you do? What would you do with it, Steve? Is it going to be legal? 620 million. Any of it legal. 500 million mm-hmm. goes into this a friend of mine's uh, fund. And the like, minimum impressed. is 12%. So 500 million go into that right away. That other 120. And what's that going to do? Give you. give you. But oh. listen, though, Steve, that 620 million, the cash value is 354. Oh, oh boo. Yeah, pay okay, out. whatever. Yeah, give me that. You take it that's <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I take that. The cash out is how much? Three hundred and fifty-four point three million 354. for the Powerball tonight. Four. Mm-hmm. Okay, I take two hundred and fifty million, put it in that same investment account mm-hmm. at twelve percent, mm-hmm. and I'm living on thirty million a year interest. Mm. You get the check for that twelve months to be thirty million. 12 months, you'll get 30 million. And you'll still have the 250 million. Mm-hmm. So you need to counsel some of those people who have won the lottery. No, and, I, ain't, and gotten, I ain't counseling nobody. And don't broke. call me. I'm changing my number as soon as I win. Because <laughs> you know all those people who have won and, and they're broke now. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As as uh, nephew Tommy would say, excuse me, Thomas Miles, we're heading toward the benediction for this show today, right oh. after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you know what? Earlier in the show, um, I, I, I told you this new survey is out. It's about uh, millionaires. And it says, if you want to be rich, be positive. Uh, This is according to a new survey. Like I said, millionaires do their best to stay away from pessimists, okay? The survey found that 9 out of 10 rich people make it a point to be around people who are positive and focused on success. So, you know, I got to ask you, Steve, is that true? Do you live your life like that? And, um, uh, you know, what can we learn from all of that? Well, I mean, you really, you really, if you want to be successful, you're going to have to associate yourself with other successful people. They're not hard to find. They're not that hard to find. There are a lot of su- success-driven people. You got to be willing to strike up conversations. But in order to do it, for the most part, most people have to be willing to step outside of their comfort zone. Walk up to somebody who you think is successful and introduce yourself. And just say, hey, look, I've never met you. I just wanted to introduce myself. I'm so-and-so. I've noticed you around here. Congratulations, man. If we could ever get a chance to sit down and talk where I can learn from you, I sure would appreciate that. I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. I just want to learn maybe some principles or some of the things you said. Most successful people are willing to share that information. Most successful people don't want to give you money, but most successful people will share that information with you to make you feel, uh, I mean, you know, to feel as though they're contributing to your success without being the success. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would much rather give you some advice that can carry you long throughout your life than to give you $10,000 so you can go buy these T-shirts. You know. Okay. And he, so, Like it says in the Bible, teach them how to fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it is very true, one of the principles of success. And this can go along. You can ask me a couple of questions like that, Shirley, today, because that could be part of our closing remarks. Because people do want to be happy and people do want to be successful, but you've got to be prepared to get uncomfortable. What do you mean by that now? You have to understand 
that becoming successful is extremely uncomfortable. It is, listen to me, extremely uncomfortable. It is not easy to be disciplined. Discipline is simply doing everything you have to do even when you don't want to do it. That's discipline. Well, that right there is uncomfortable. Okay. Getting yeah. up every day all the time. Yeah, I got you. Making every meeting. Mm-hmm. Going to all the seminars, making all the classes. Taking all the phone calls. You're going to do, do all the phone calls, mm-hmm. all the meetings. You're going to sit there and listen to every pitch and proposal. You're going to do the things. You're going to read success books. You're actually going to apply the principles of success and try to live. You mean to tell me you're going to change the way you eat so you can feel better and think more clearly, clear, which will help you become more successful? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm not going to do all that. People don't want to be out of their comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. I've heard many more people say, oh, I'm not doing that. I don't feel like doing that today. Stuff like that. I mean, I've that said it right myself. There, yeah. That's the beginning of not being mm-hmm. successful. I don't feel, I ain't doing that today. Yeah. I don't feel like it. Ah, everybody has those moods. Right. I get right. them myself. But for the most part, 99.9% of the time, I go ahead and do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. Now, if I move something off, I'm going to get it done, but we got to put it in another time slot. But I'm going to get it done, but I don't leave nothing undone. Well, we know that. (laughs) You have more jobs than anyone. And Um, you know what? Go ahead, Cheryl. But I I did want to ask you this, Steve. I I think we touched on it earlier and we didn't get a chance to complete it. But... You've made it, uh, you know, for for a lot of us who know you and for a lot of people just in general, your fans and everything, you have made it. You know, you're what success looks like. So are you done? Do, do oh, you... by, by no stretch of the imagination. You are nowhere more. near done. Well, I'm not even I'm not even third of the way there. Have you ever has anyone ever asked you, well, how much more money do you need? Well, it, I don't need any more money. OK. No, I, I, I want a lot more. Like, I don't need no more. What more do you want? What is it that I don't? I have not provided all the opportunities I feel like that I'm capable of providing. I can't be on any more TV shows, but there are people around me who can. I want to be able to provide those opportunities. There are people who have some great business ideas that I would invest in. That could turn into something big. I have yet to find the right financial partner that has more than I do that's willing to put some money with my company and go, hey, now let's be partners and let's go do this. I'm always looking for that. I am looking for a way that my wife and I can send these 10,000 kids to college, full scholarships paid. We made a dent in it, but we're not close to the 10,000 that we set out to do. I want to change thousands of boys' lives a year. I Really? Really? Okay. Let me change that. I want to change a million boys' lives a year mm-hmm. so as what, opposed to hundreds. What I hear and what you're saying, what I hear is your legacy. This is your legacy. You're working on right. your I'm, legacy I'm working now. on that a great mm-hmm. deal right now. Mm-hmm. I want my children's grandchildren to know my name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's right. important for me. But I also want to leave a footprint deep enough where I have mattered to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to matter to people. Mm-hmm. I, not to, now, I'm not going to matter to everybody. I'm right. not naive. Mm-hmm. But I want to matter to people. I want to move the needle for people who are less fortunate than me. 
I want to teach as many people as I can and share the information with as many people as I can that don't really have anybody in their life to tell them the principles of success or anybody in their life to just tell them, man, that you could be just how you are and have a relationship with God. That's important things to me. I think those are lofty goals and reachable goals. And can I tell you one other thing, Cheryl? What's that, Have a great day. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Weight loss. It feels like a constant cycle, like my body's always working against me, pushing back on all of my progress. I learned that anytime I lose weight, my body tries to gain it right back. Finally, I discovered it's not entirely my fault. I know healthy eating and exercise are important, but they may not be enough. So I talked to my healthcare provider about whether a prescription medicine could help me lose weight and maintain it. Together, we made a plan to tackle this, a plan to help lower my risk of future weight-related health issues like heart disease. Join me and make a change for the better. Talk to your healthcare provider about treatment options to manage your weight.